Long-term recovery takes time, but you're not alone in this because Lane and I are here to guide and walk this journey beside you. Join myself, Tamar Medford, and my good friend, Lane Kennedy, as we engage in conversation about what it takes to live a fulfilled life in long-term recovery. Come and take a guided tour as you gain a deeper understanding of your behavior, how your mind works, and your spirit. Each week on the You're Sober Now What podcast, you'll hear real stories of transformation, mindfulness, and science-based relapse prevention strategies, and real conversations and steps that you can take to enhance your life so that you can achieve long-term sobriety. Thank you for being here, and let's get into the episode. Welcome back to the show. My name is Tamara Medford, and I am just one of your hosts on the Your Sober Now What podcast. Now, before Lane and I get into today's episode, we just want to let you know of a new feature that you can get more involved and be a part of the show. So if you head on over to our website, which is YourSoberNowWhat.com, there's a little button in the top right-hand corner that says Ask Us. And we want to hear your questions. Are there roadblocks or there's things in your, your recovery right now that you're challenged with? Maybe there's something you're trying to overcome. Ask your question there. And also, if there's a topic that you'd like Lane and I to discuss, mention your topic in there and we'll give you a shout out on one of the next shows and discuss your topic and or answer your question. So head on over to the website. You can find that button submit your questions. We'll give you a shout out. So it's it's like you're with us hanging out and we're just having a conversation. Now, the other thing is if you scroll down on the website, you'll notice the Connected Calm Life community. So if you want some extra love or you want some extra support, come join us. We have different membership levels and within each level, you'll get additional extras like exclusive content. You'll get more access to Lane and I. We've got weekly gatherings for really women who want to thrive in their recovery. So there's so much going on there. There's a detailed description of what each membership costs and what you get with that. Um, So that helps support us as well. And we can give you lots of love. So head on over to the website. Again, that was www.yoursobernowwhat.com. And let's get into today's episode. Okay. Are you ready? Ready. Okay, let's talk about courage. Courage. (laughs) Courage to change. (laughs) courage to say no courage to walk across the street (laughs) some days that's a challenge courage to get out of the house yes courage to wake up in the morning courage to get out of bed courage to be a good human being courage to not flip people off courage to be a wife courage to not sleep with somebody else Oh yeah, I could go on and on. To be a parent? Courage to be a parent. Holy Jesus. We're just talking about summer holidays. So that's courage, Lane. Courage. (laughs) A lot of courage going on over here. How about you? Courage? Got some courage over there? So full of courage. Mm -hmm. I had the courage to support my mother in lifting laundry up the stairs. That's that took courage. Yeah. 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 Courage to make a big life change. Oh, haven't done any of that lately. 
Do you want to share with our audience what's happening with you? I think it's a, it's a courageous act to do what's going on with you right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, the courage to be on my own for the first time ever. Like Whoa, ever. Ever? Ever. Holy, that's a courageous act. That's it so is, exciting. It is exciting. It's like, I can do whatever I want now, but it, you know, going from an eight-year relationship, yep. I ended up moving out last year, getting my own place. And, you know, we had our things going on, but having it end very suddenly, as you know, yep, and just having the courage to A, be there for my mother because she had her surgery and all this stuff going on, but just the courage to know that everything's going to be okay. And I think yeah. it's my faith that, and we talk about it, right? G-O-D, that all this stuff is happening for a reason. I, I know this, it hurts sometimes and it's, mm-hmm. you know, some days are better than others, but just the courage to know it's going to be okay. How long did it take you to get to that place to know that it's going to be okay? Oh, I would say at least eight years. Yeah. You know, there's, I would say the last two years is when I finally, like I had faith, right? That first year I had a very profound spiritual experience Mm -hmm. and, but I was still really hesitant. It's like, oh, I don't know. And I still tried to control everything. And I think it's finally as of a couple of years ago where I started to let go of that control. Yeah. But you haven't really let go of it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no? <laughs> Just saying. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, that's a big deal. It is. And it's, I don't know. I kind of, you know. There's mornings where I feel alone, but then I don't. And it's, it's, it's a different kind of alone. It's kind of this, just this transition and things are strange. But at the same time, I'm kind of embracing what's to come. And I oh think, right, that's where like, that You can just faith. like walk around and like in your underwear and- Naked. I could walk around naked. Worried about- I don't even know what you'd be worried about. You're with your partner, but there's just having another person in the house or people in the house. It's like, you can't just be sometimes. You're so lucky. I'm so lucky. I know. Oh my God. You can have whatever you want in the refrigerator. I can. And and eat whenever you want. I know. Nobody's timeline. Oh, I love it chicken strips in the freezer. Although that is going to be, that is going to be my next one. Yeah. Giving up that. One thing at a time. Yeah. It's, you know, one thing at a time. Yeah. Chicken strips. That's a couple of months away. Yeah. We're not there yet. I haven't, you know, I admit I'm powerless over chicken strips, but I don't think my life has become unmanageable. And maybe it, maybe it won't be. Maybe it already is though. If you're already thinking of it, it might be just saying. <laughs> it could be like my uh, matcha obsession. That's not a problem. <laughs> Two years later, 20 pounds heavier. Problems galore. No problem. But I love them so much. Oh my God. I love them. I can't live without them. I'll take three. Yeah. I need them. Uh, yeah. Courage. Courage is a big topic. 
think I was really taught how to be courageous. Were you taught how to be courageous? Did your dad show like model that behavior? He did. Yes. Mm -hmm. But I think because I started drinking at 14. Yeah. I don't, I mean, there's a lot of blurriness from 14 to 36, but I can't remember having courage or being courageous back then. I mean, I did some pretty stupid things that were liquid courage, but that's the only form of courage I ever had. Yeah. I just, I'm like, what, was there anything courageous I did in my life? No, not really. Like, you know, I can't think of anything when I was before, like pre giving up the drink, like I would think, oh yeah, like walking over there and talking to that girl. That's like, Ooh, courageous. Like asking her to dance. Woo. Whoopee. Seriously. <laughs> you know, like that's not an act of courage, but in my little, you know, addict mind, like that was a big deal. That's super courageous. But it is courage if you think about it, because you're doing something that scares you right and most of the time it's that fear of I don't know about you but it was like what if they say no what if they don't want to dance yeah I didn't I don't think like that no no that's okay. the problem I think <laughs> that's here I've always been like this I don't think like they wouldn't say no to me like that doesn't come into my brain it's like I, when I was in school in high school what was her name? Lisa. Lisa said to me at the lockers, she said, no one can ever say no to you. And I said, what? She's like, I don't know. That's just the way your world is. And from that moment on, it just locked in. Like, right. That was a hypnotic moment that I had. And it, it just has never phased me since then. I was like 13 years old. That's interesting. Right. And I remember it like it was yesterday, but whatever she said, however she said it, it just like chinked, locked, locked and loaded. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't, I think my dad modeled courage for me very early. And I think that's where I get my work ethic today mm-hmm. is because he, we immigrated to Canada when I was a year old. Wow. And he was, he actually bought a bakery because that's what his family wanted to do, right? I loved it because it was free donuts. I mean, what kid doesn't like free donuts every day after school? It was amazing. It was bliss, actually. And, but then he decided he had always wanted to be a a filmmaker, right? A documentary film Mm. producer. And so he kind of did it off to the side. and, And my brother and I were super lucky because like he would put the green screen up and we would do the Superman thing and he, you know, put us flying through the canyons and stuff. So he's really cool. good at it. He's very yeah. creative. And he decided to sell the bakery, get rid of it all. And we moved out to BC and that's what he did. And he's been doing it ever since. Right. And so wow. seeing what my parents went through because they ended up yep. separating when I was 18, it was very hard on my mom because my mm. dad traveled all the time. But I think watching him, it was kind of like, so it it didn't actually surprise me. Like when I told him, dad, I'm quitting my corporate job and I'm going to be an entrepreneur. He's like, well, who am I to stop you? Right? Yeah. That's where I got that from. That's what he did. He jumped. Yep. Yeah. It is courageous to 
do something different than what your family has told you to do or what society has told you to do 100% and quitting a corporate job. Courageous. (laughs) Jesus. It's, it's been a lot this year. Yeah, that's a lot. It is a lot, but it's a good lot. So can Mm -hmm. you think of times, you know, when you got sober, where you got courageous? Uh, uh, there's so many moments, you know, moving, moving to Colorado, <laughs> literally overnight, uh, this Carolina, this woman, she said, you know, I need a sober companion. And I was like, what? I didn't even know what that meant at the time. You know, I was seven years, I think. And She's like, you just help me get set up there. And I had nothing going on. I was like, okay, whatever. But I just did it. And everybody thought I was absolutely crazy. They're like, you're going with her. Are you kidding me? She's crazy. And I was like, sure, I got it. I'm going. But now looking back, that was super, that was courageous because I didn't know anybody. I didn't know how it was going to land. I didn't have um, a community or a network, you know, set up. I had just gotten back from, Uh, Southeast Asia. So I was like still in culture shock a little bit. Um, And I just landed again. That was, that was bold. And everybody was like, you got to get your resume together. You got to get going with your job. Like you've been out, you know, like you got to do something. I was like, no, I don't think so. (laughs) Yeah. That was a courageous moment. That took me on an incredible journey of living in Boulder, Colorado, which I loved. And you moved halfway across the world for a while, too. That's pretty courageous. Yeah, but I didn't see it as courageous. I see moving with with Caroline. That was more courageous. (laughs) Going to the other side of the world. I mean, I guess that is, but eh. yeah, people thought I was crazy for that, too, but you know, having a kid, that's courageous. Uh, yeah. Jesus. Cause had you ever planned to get married and have children? No, that was not. No, that, that wasn't on my list. Not even the short list. No. Uh, but yeah, lo and behold, I have a 12 year old and a husband. Whoa. Who would have thought? And you're planning summer holidays. And I'm planning summer holidays. Yeah. We're, we will be solo together, which is super fun. That's amazing. Well, you know what? I think it's courageous to actually give up the old lifestyle. Oh my God. And getting sober because I know that I was like, oh my God, how am I going to handle life? How am I going to have fun? Like Mm -hmm. my life is so different. And of course, I can't just think, you know, one day or one hour, it has to be forever. Mm-hmm. Because I'm very all in, mm-hmm. in everything I do. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I think that, you know, and we when we nerd out about science, it's, I mean, all belief revision, right? When you start to hear stories of other people who have done it before you, yep. it's like, oh, maybe I can do this. You can. Absolutely. Everything's but- been already done. <laughs> You can just do it again. Right? Just follow what they do. But I think it's courageous to stay sober. Yes. 
there is something about just staying every day. I mean, sometimes it's very mundane. I got to tell you, making lunches every day, it's not what I want to do, but I do it right. I'm here. I'm, I've grown up to become like a participating working member of society who contributes that from, from where I was, where I was taking every day from people to now giving and caring. It's like, how's that possible? There's something about just staying the course because people get like antsy. Mm -hmm. I I think the longer that we're in recovery, it's like, Oh, what else can I do? It's like, uh, it fidgety. Got to figure something else out. And I hear this a lot. I heard somebody talking the other day about being uh, 30. No, I'm sorry. She was 20, 26. She's 26. So she's a year more than me. Uh, But she stopped going, being in her program uh, for five years. And um, she didn't pick up a drink. But she said she got really um, complacent and she didn't really like her life. Then she was reintroduced to her sober life and she got like jumped right back in and she's super happy now. And I bring this up because there's something about people in recovery where we kind of go in and out of these valleys, you know, on these (laughs) self-discovery self-discovery solo tours, uh, hoping to meet others where really we just keep digging down, 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 down. And then we're like alone. And then we pick up a drink again. Mm-hmm. And those who make it back to the surface, so to speak, and find the crew or the sunlight, that's a courageous act that they didn't just stay in the hole. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it would have been really easy for her just to not do everything that we do because it takes a lot of work. Like, like I said, it's, it's an act of courage to get out of bed sometimes, right. In recovery. I don't know. I'm going on a rant. <laughs> Sorry. It, it's true though. You see it so often. I mean, I had yeah. that right in the, I would say five to seven year mark. Mm-hmm. Or it was mm-hmm. kind of like, I'm good. You know, I yeah. can just get by with doing very minimal and I paid for it. Yeah, no. Mentally and spiritually. And now I feel like I'm in such and a. Physically. Yes, physically, for sure. Physically, we pay for it. This is where people don't see the physical manifestation of this illness. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. No, you can. If you want to talk about the physical, you go. Go, go, go. I'll I'll circle back to it. (laughs) Okay. But I feel like I'm in such a strange part of my life right now because, I mean, I've already been married right before. So I have done that. It's not like I'm itching to have to do it again. I was just about there again. Um, But so now I'm 46 and I'm single and I'm like, okay, well, eventually menopause is coming. So there's... (laughs) <laughs> and I do reflect on this yeah. often recently, and it's mm. like, 
you know, part of me just wants to like put myself out there and have so much fun and do whatever. But then there's the other part of me that is maturing, I feel a little bit in my recovery, where I'm like, but do I really want that? You know, like, I like being alone. I have, I love my own space. I Mm. love, I, I don't know. It's just such a weird place right now because there's the desire to get out there and then there's the desire to not. And I've never been here before. And there's the dogs. Can there's, you hear the dogs? Yeah, the second children. Yeah. Uh, second children. I think it's good to face this next part of your journey. And this is not, I'm not giving you any opinions here. I'm just sharing experience like it's good to just walk into the next phase 10 10 for me was illuminating 10 is when everything opened up i fell in love with my program i fell in love with my community i i um and then I met my husband. So 10, like that 10 to 15 was like awakening. But I was also willing to be open to it, you know, even though I was begrudgingly saying, oh, I hate this dating crap. It's like so stupid, so stupid, which was, you know, that was, some would say that was courageous. You know, I was like going on these dates and I was just like, oh God, this is so lame. I really don't want to do this. Uh, but looking back, I'm like, yeah, that was the right thing to do. And slow and steady wins the race. (laughs) That's, that's what it comes down to. Just like slow, methodical footsteps. I did this exercise the other night in my class where I had them, uh, do right foot, left foot, and they close their eyes and they go into, you go into a meditative state and uh, this one of my students was just in awe because she was like, I've never felt like this before. I've never been able to feel this way. And that's where you're going right now. Right foot, left foot into this new experience, which is that's courageous, right? <laughs> Being open and willing. I always tell my students, like, thank you for being here. You're open and willing. Like you made it through the door. That's we're winning right now. Your brain is winning. It's cool. It is winning. I think the longest I've ever been single in my life is a year. And that was what with a little <laughs> dabble in between there. It was when I first got sober because oh my God. somebody had said tomorrow, because yeah. I had just separated uh-huh. from my ex-husband. And of course me, I'm like, I'm meeting all these friends. Uh-huh. We're going to the beach. Like it was really fun in the beginning. And mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for the guidance I had back then. Now, I did try. I'm like, well, I'm just going to date this guy. Like he's in, he actually was in second stage recovery house. So I thought, well, perfect, right? We're, (laughs) (laughs) we're, we're both sober. We have so much in common. And we dated for about a month. And I remember, you know, a friend of mine going, tomorrow, do you think this is a good idea? I'm like, we're just friends. We're just going on dates. It's nothing serious. I'm not Mm going to sleep with him. Mm -hmm. right and I didn't for the record 
But then 30 days later, which that in itself is a miracle. Yes, that is. Right? I mean, the whole joke mm -hmm. about what does an alcoholic bring on their second date, a U-Haul. Yeah, that's, that's so right. true for me, right? Mm -hmm. And so we, I separated. Like it was, you know, he, I just said, okay, we're done. And he said, well, that's great. That was a good six months of being sober. And he relapsed. And that oh, could no. have taken me out. So I... That was my experience mm -hmm. and why now I always suggest keep that year. But yeah. I right actually on my year, I went out on a date. <laughs> of course you did. Of course you did. <laughs> but that was the only year that I've ever been single. Whoa. I know. Dude. Yeah. That's, you owe yourself this break, really. Like, Your spirit is like hungry for alone time. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Single, being single. Oh, the years of yesterday. <laughs> so you'll get to hear the stories because, uh -huh. you know, on the podcast now, we're going to be having discussions and conversations and, mm -hmm. you know, we'll give updates and what's going on and things as they happen, I think. I think that's fun is to talk about yeah. how we walk this journey in long-term recovery because it does. It looks very different today then even five years ago for me, like five yep. years ago, yep. I would have reacted very differently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Five years ago. What was I doing five years ago? I was 20. Ugh. <laughs> what was I doing? I don't even know what I was doing five years ago. That's so interesting. Two years ago, it's pandemic, almost three years. Now we're in this third, right? Third year. I think I was in, I was in the Philippines. Yeah, five years ago, Adrian would be, I, I do things by the, his age, right? So well, how, how old is that? Eight? No, seven. 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 Oh my God. Yeah, I was not doing well. Not doing well. But, you know, it, it just, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Every year is different. It is. It, it mm -hmm. progresses. And, you know, one of the other things I was thinking about in terms of courage, and I think this is yeah. something that a lot of people struggle with, is the courage to say no. Mm. So how do we say no? We just say no. Yeah. But I know for a lot of people, they can't, right? So they get a feeling in their stomach and they just do things, but they have that feeling in their stomach and they just do say yes anyway. Right. So what are some practical tools that we can share with them to support them in saying no? <laughs> well, first of all, when you do get used to it, it's very empowering. Yeah. Um, I had to start by saying no to adding all these massive amounts of plans on my schedule because I would always say yes to everything. Mm. And then by the end of the week, of course, my schedule was so busy that I was like, oh, I really don't want to go out anymore. Mm -hmm. And I ended up canceling last minute. And so mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. actually learned that lesson by having a really good friend of mine call me out on it. Mm. Right. Yeah. And yeah. she stopped talking to me for a couple months. And then, yeah. you know, we're both in recovery. So both of us got together. Yeah. And, you know, she said I should have been honest in the beginning and said something. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so... I, I've learned by practicing that when you, you can say no in a very nice way. Mm -hmm. You know, if you ask yourself, okay, 
do I need to do this or do I want to do it? If you even have a little bit of an inkling that that's a no, you can say, you know what, I'd love to hang out, but I can't tonight. Mm -hmm. No one has ever stopped talking to me because Mm -hmm. I had told them I'm tired Mm -hmm. or I've got too much on my schedule. Yeah. Yeah, and just having, I I think it starts with just having the willingness to say, I'm going to say no. Yeah. Right? Like people ask me to do all the chores. People ask me to go do this. People ask me to do that. Like just making an an agreement with yourself that I'm not going to say yes to everything. Mm -hmm. So one thing is going to fall off the list. Just one thing. You know, that could be the laundry, that could be going to the grocery store, that could be doing something for your kid, that could be driving to and from school, you're only going to do one, right? Something has to fall off the list. Just be open and willing to have something fall off the list. So then the next week, you can say no. (laughs) I'm not doing that. I can't do that right now. Mm -hmm. And once, once you do that, you're like, oh my God, this is so great. How come I don't do this more? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I talk a lot about full body yes. Like it has to be a full body yes. Like I, I got to be all in on this or it's a full body no, thank you. Yeah. Come back to me next year. Like there was somebody who reached out to me about LinkedIn and not LinkedIn, Instagram. It's freaking Instagram. Because the LinkedIn I said yes to. Instagram. I said, no, thank you. Come back to me next year. You know, people like they try to market their services and, Mm -hmm. you know, I need help. I have said over and over again, like I need help in social media land. I'm not great at it. I don't have the bandwidth. I don't understand. I just, it's too much. So when this person reached out, I, I, you know, oh yeah. Okay. Right. I, the old me would have said, yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. But now that I know what I know, that time is of the essence and time is my commodity. It's mine. It's no one else's. I said, no, thank you. Check in with me maybe next year. (laughs) Next year, 12 months from now. Do you think they're going to check in with me? I don't think so. No. No. Yeah. So how do you, because we've talked about this, right? Where you're like, hell yes. How do you feel that, I mean... I, I know like when I want to do something, I just yeah. I, like you just can tell. Right. And when yeah. you have that yeah. little bit of like. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it becomes easy. Um, do you like physically feel it? I just it's for me, it, it's there's like a sigh of relief inside my body. Like, yes. Yeah. And I get like confirmation in my practice. So double win right there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can tell because the ideas start to flow. Like it's Mm. almost like this dam breaks because I find that when there's things that I get asked, because I get asked to do a lot of things and collaborate. Yep. And there's things where I'm like, mm, I don't like there's that resistance. Yeah, no. But then as soon as someone asks you to do something where you're like, it's like the dam breaks and all these ideas yeah. start to flow. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's when you know, okay, 
this is aligned with what I want to do. And that's another thing that I've practiced doing is that the day-to-day things, like whatever life throws at me, Mm -hmm. I'll ask myself, does this align with the life I want to create for myself? And if it doesn't, I have no problem saying no most of the time. Yeah. Does it align with my future self that I am creating? Yeah. Yeah. Because if it doesn't, it's it's a no. It's a no. Thank you. Next year. <laughs> Come back next year. I love you. So there's the practice. There's the takeaway. If anybody yeah. asks you to do something, just say uh, next year. Yeah. Please come back next year. Yeah. And you know, lo and behold, maybe next year I'll need it and be ready and be like, yeah, I'm all in. But it but- won't be in Lane's timing. No. No. Yeah, courage is um, really standing up for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. You're taking a stand and letting others know that you matter and that your time matters, your energy matters, your being, your presence matters. It's taken me a long time to get that. Yeah, it's a hidden gift of recovery. It is. And having the courage to just be you, who you are. Oh yeah. Like all of it's off. No more lipstick. Hello. Today it's lip gloss. Just lip gloss. Well, I have chapstick. <laughs> okay. Which I'm addicted to as well. Oh my God. Great. <laughs> so we have the event yes. coming up in the community. Based on courage. Courage, of course. Yep. And if you're new to uh, our world, welcome to the crazy here. Delightful mm-hmm. to have you with us. I'm excited. <laughs> right? This is going to be so fun. Uh, so when are these episodes coming out? Just so I'm clear. Okay. So we are at May 9th. Mm-hmm. And on the 14th, we have our, I believe it's the 14th, the Saturday after is going to be our Courage event at yep. 12 p.m. Pacific time. Yep. And yeah, we've got so much fun stuff in there. I mean. And that's all in the community. Yeah. Over at the Connected Calm Life. So there's two, a couple of things happening here. There's you're sober now what? And you're like, okay, great. What do I do with that? Well, that's this podcast that you're listening to, to inspire you, uh, to take action, to live your best life, right? Because in sobriety, we kind of get a little complacent sometimes, or we don't know how to put things together. And we're like, ugh, this is overwhelming. So Tamar and I are here to kind of guide you, support you, help you, uh, perhaps even shift your thinking. I mean, really, Mm -hmm. uh, we, nerd we both of both of us nerd out on uh neuroscience and recovery so hang out with us here and then in the connected calm life it's like you're winning like three times you know when the slot machine goes ching 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 (laughs) we'll do that for outro (laughs) (laughs) like you get meditations you get mindfulness practices uh you get the gatherings there's a lot happening in there so check out that because it's it's they complement one another and then we have something coming in when's the now what academy happening (gasps) september in September, September, October. Yeah. I think September. So that's like next level. Yeah. In September. So 
I, yeah, I am super stoked on this. Like it's going to, it just, keep, it's going to build. So I'm really glad that we are doing this tomorrow. What a great idea you had. And here's like, I just said yes. Cause I had a full body yes on it. Yeah, you like, did. Yeah. You might've added a little more to the yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, shall we put a bow on it? Is there anything else you want to add to that? Did I, think- I miss anything? No, it was perfect. I think one thing I would like to add, though, is that for those of you that are listening, because really, we're here to help you create a life so good for yourself, you never want to go back. If you have topics that you would like Lane and I to discuss, because nobody's talking about long-term recovery. You hear Mm -hmm. everything about getting sober, right? But a lot of people don't stay sober, and that's why we thought it'd be really cool to discuss these things that we go through and Mm -hmm. you know you have me at the 10 year mark you at the 25 so there's always going to be a bit of a different perspective which I think is very Mm -hmm. cool Mm -hmm. Um, but if you have a topic that you'd like us to discuss we would love to hear from you and you can send that over to our Instagram yep which is you're sober now what you're sober now what you're sober now what yeah okay uh, get in the connected calm life, join the gatherings. I think the bow can be put on it. Ready? Here we go. Tie it up. (laughs) (laughs) We're out. (laughs) That's it. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. There's so much more cool things to come for the your sober now what podcast and come join us in the community you can find that by either going to the website yoursobernowwhat.com or you can go directly to members.connectedcomlife.com and find us there there's different types of memberships where you'll get lots of love lots of support there's giveaways and all sorts of fun things so come check us out and we will see you next week